Welcome to the Different Ability Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Fortune, the girl that says, it's not my disability, it's my different ability. We are going to dig deep every week discussing the challenges, the struggles, the successes and wins with being different. We will bring you inspiring and motivating stories and messages of people with different abilities that are living their best lives the way they were created. Are you ready? I know I am. Let's do this. Well, hello. Welcome back to the Different Ability Podcast. I am Katie Fortune. Thank you so much for being here. This week, it's episode 14. I'm not even going to say it. I'm going to keep going. (laughs) I hope you're having a wonderful day. All right. This week, I want to talk all about advocating for yourself. What does that mean? Well, honestly, it's learning about yourself and standing up for yourself. In this day and age, everyone should be practicing advocating for themselves, standing up for yourself, and quite honestly, learning all about what you are about and how you are made. For example, as we all know, this is the Different Ability Podcast, And my different ability is I'm dyslexic. I have a learning disability. And so learning about my different ability and how I learn and how I do things differently will help me stand up and advocate for myself. It's just really important. So that's why I'm here talking to you about that today. I have a few examples and different things we can talk about, but today is all about advocating for yourself. And I honestly will probably have many, many, many more episodes because this is a topic that I talk about all the time, especially when I'm speaking to big crowds, amazing kids, families. I talk all about advocating for yourself and even virtual stages these days. I'm hoping to get the audio of a really awesome event I was a part of And if I'm able to get the audio, I will absolutely put it on one of my podcast episodes because it was such an incredible event. And this event was for teens and parents. And there's a ton more of events coming up, I'm sure. My friend Janet, I know she's not done now. She did an amazing event and she will not be done going forward in the future because she's incredible. So I'll share that with you if I'm able to get the audio for that. All right, advocating for yourself. Where did it start for me? It honestly started the day I was diagnosed. It was something that was inside of me. And I am so grateful for my parents that also helped me and pushed me along this journey. They taught me that I needed to stand up for myself. They wanted to see me succeed. And they knew for me to succeed, I needed to stand up and advocate for myself. I needed to do it, not just them. Because again, when you leave middle school and high school and you go to college or you go to the workforce, it's on you, just like it was on me to advocate for myself. A story that really resonates with me, honestly, is the story about when I did go to college. And this is something I want everyone to practice as early as possible or again, right now, I don't care how old you are, practice it right now because it'll help you advocate for yourself, stand up for yourself, and build really wonderful relationships, which is so important. 
So like I said before, I was very fortunate. I had wonderful parents that helped advocate for me when I was in middle school and high school. And I also had wonderful teachers. Now, the road wasn't easy by any means. When I was diagnosed, it wasn't just like, oh, Katie's diagnosed. She gets everything that she needs. No, it was a lot of work. It was a lot of work for my mom. And she fought and fought and fought and (laughs) made sure that I was advocated for. And I'm so grateful for that. And I'm grateful for her. But what happens when you graduate? What happens when you're going off to college? It's a new and adventurous time. Sometimes it's a little scary. It was scary for me because I'm going to be honest. I wasn't the best cook in the world. You can ask my significant other when he met me. I'm good now. Don't worry. I'm really good at cooking now. But when I got into college, I really wasn't. Nope, nope. I will tell you, I um, did have an experience once where I completely and utterly messed up macaroni and cheese. This was in high school. And yes, it's a true story. How do you mess up macaroni and cheese, Katie? How? Well, my friend, how did I? This is when I could eat dairy. I made macaroni and cheese. I put the butter in. I forgot to put the milk in until after everything was stirred. (laughs) It was disgusting. (laughs) So let me tell you, I'm way better now. I can make a good, mean, vegan macaroni and cheese now. So don't worry. I'm covered. I eat very well, okay? So what am I going to do when I graduate? I won't have my mom and dad there. I won't have those teachers that know me so well to advocate for me. So what did I do? Every single new class I stepped foot in. So for example, when I was in my art history class, there were 300 students. Let me do a little side note here. I went to the University of Wisconsin Stout. It's an incredible school. This is not an ad. But it's an incredible school for kids with different abilities. It's absolutely amazing. And so I'm just saying, if you're looking for a school, check out UW-Stout. It's also super hands-on. So what's really great for me is being dyslexic. I'm all about hands-on. Let's build it. Let's create it. Let's do all the things. I don't want to write about it. I want to build it. It was very hands-on. So at UW-Stout, the class sizes were actually pretty small. But art history, everyone in the art and design program had to take these classes. So these classes were bigger. So 300 students is massive. It is massive for UW-Stout. So what did I do? The first day of class, sat in class, listened to the entire class. And after, after I was done with class, everyone left. I walked down to the front. Now, let's be real. I was sitting really close to the front because I am that girl, okay? I get distracted, and so I sit in the front row or the second row or really close because I know I want to pay attention and get the most out of my college experience. That's another tip. I'll talk about that later. But I would walk down to the front of the classroom. I walked up to the teacher. I put my hand out and shook her hand and said, Hi, my name is Katie Fortune. I'm so excited to be a part of your class this semester. And here are the things that I need. And I had a piece of paper printed off from the Disability Services Office, and it had all of my notes on there of that I'm dyslexic, these are the things that I need. I don't actually know what was really on it, so my good friend Jess that I'm going to interview soon, she'll tell me (laughs) that I'm wrong, but it had all of the things I needed, okay? I need extra time on tests, take the tests out of the classroom, these are the things that I need. 
And so I handed that piece of paper to her and said, I am so looking forward to being a part of your class. I'm super excited to learn from you. So what did that do? Me walking up to the teacher, looking her straight in the eyes and saying, hi, my name is Katie Fortune. I'm dyslexic and these are the services I need to be successful in your class. Now, I'm not telling everyone that you need to tell your professors everything about you. You don't. But that is what worked for me. I wanted her to know that me having dyslexia is something I struggle with. And I need these different tools and tactics to be able to be successful in her class. And what did she do? She told me right away, if you need a note taker, Katie, we can get that set up for you. What? That's awesome. And I did. I had a note taker and I studied with a ton of people in class. And let me tell you, I aced those classes and they were hard. Very, very hard. But what does that do? Number one, that shows respect. I am the only person in that class that walked up to her after and introduced myself. That shows a sign of respect. And number two, it made me stand out. I could walk through the doors of UW-Stout right now, and if I would run into any of my professors in the art and design program, they would know me. And I can say that confidently because I did it like two months ago. So (laughs) I went to Stout and I saw a bunch of my professors and They were amazing. And they all remembered me. They're like, Katie, what's up? And mind you, I'm going to show my age here. I graduated from UW-Stout in 2012. I've been back here and there, but not a ton. So when I walked through the doors a few months ago, actually, gosh, it's probably six months or more. Oh my gosh, I walked through the doors a long time ago, I guess. But the professors that I introduced myself to, which were all of them, and if I ran into them in the hallway, they knew me. Hey, Katie, how are you? Oh my gosh. And I sat down and I talked with a few of them for quite some time, which was so awesome. So again, number one, you're showing a sign of respect for that teacher. Number two, you're standing out. You're standing out in the crowd. And some of you may think, Katie, I've been standing out my whole life. I don't want to stand out. I'm sorry, friend, but you're wrong. Your different ability and your differences and whatever makes you, you is so important. So standing out and standing up for you and who you are is what is needed to be done. Not just for this situation in school, but my final thing I want to say, number three, I built strong relationships with those professors. If you're listening and you're in high school, I'm sure you're thinking, oh, yep, that's a sign of a teacher's pet. No, you're wrong. I'm sorry, but you're wrong. Actually, I'm not sorry. I was not a teacher's pet. I was building relationships. I actually don't even believe in the word teacher's pet because I truly believe, even in middle school and high school, that you should and can build great relationships with the teachers you currently have. Now, by relationships, I mean connection. When you leave school and the teachers know who you are, And they think, gosh, you know, I heard about this job opportunity. I'm going to call Katie. I bet she would be great at it. Oh, we need a coach for school. Man, Katie was a good volleyball player. I want her to be a part of the coaching team. And in college, same thing. Those teachers know you. They know your work ethic. They know who you are and what you're about. And they respect you because you stood up for yourself and you introduced yourself to them. That's huge. That's absolutely huge. And it's all on you, my friend. You can do this. If I can do it, you can. 
Believe me. And let's start now. I have more stories that I'm going to have on other episodes of this podcast. Very specific stories about why building relationships, advocating for myself, and standing up for myself has helped me be very successful, not just in my day job, but in life. So my challenge is for you to practice right now. What does that look like? Practice introducing yourself to people. It may feel weird because you know all the people in your school, right? Practice with your teachers. Let them know, hey, teacher, I'm practicing advocating for myself. I want to come in and introduce myself every day to you, talk about my different ability, talk about the things I need. And even if you don't have a, quote, disability, it doesn't matter. You can still do this too. This is for any kid, any child, any young adult, quite honestly, anyone. We all need to advocate for ourselves. So one, practice introducing yourself. Two, honestly, practice shaking hands. Yes, after COVID, because that's a big deal. Practice looking someone in the eyes and introducing yourself. And then if you don't have a disability to talk about or a different ability, as I say, share something about yourself. Hi, my name is Katie Fortune. I really love volleyball. That's an icebreaker, my friend. That's what we need to practice. And by doing that, you are building your confidence in yourself. By practicing advocating for yourself, it will build your confidence. And it won't be as scary to introduce yourself to your new professors, to your new bosses, to your new coworkers, to random people you meet that may be your friends in the future. You have no idea who you may or may not meet. So putting yourself out there, standing up for yourself, and advocating for yourself, that's a tool that you can use for the rest of your life that will change the rest of your life. Believe me, I do it every single day. And I do it a ton in my day job. I have zero problems walking in a park, sitting on a park bench next to a sweet old man and talking to them all day. That would be like a dream of mine. But why? That just didn't come out of nowhere. It's because I practice advocating for myself. I practice standing up for myself. And that gave me the confidence to know that everyone else in the world is human too. And it's okay to put yourself out there. So that's my challenge for you. Go out and practice advocating for yourself. You will not regret it, I promise you. And parents, practice with your kids now, even if they're little. Practice advocating for yourself. Practice with them looking in your eyes, introducing themselves, and shaking your hand. I know someday we will get back to shaking hands. It's like something I love to do, and it's really hard for me not to in this COVID season we're in. But practice. Practicing everything in your life will give you and build you the confidence that you need each and every day for the rest of your life. I believe in you, my friend. Let's do this together. Let's advocate for ourselves. And then you'll see a change in the way you live your life. You'll wake up in the morning, get out of bed, stand a little taller and prouder, and you are ready for the world. I'm here cheering you on. Let's go advocate for ourselves. You're not alone. I'm doing it every day too. As always, it's not your disability. It's your different ability. Have a wonderful day and I can't wait to talk to you next time. See ya. Wow, can you believe it? It's already done? 
another episode is complete. Thank you so much for listening today. And if you want more, head on over to katiefortune.com forward slash podcast. There you will find a link to all of the different ability podcast episodes, along with where you can join the exclusive different ability podcast Facebook group. Lastly, if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend or family member. And I would love it if you left a five-star review. The more reviews and ratings we get, the more incredible stories we can share each week. And remember, it's not your disability. It's your different ability. Are you ready to share it with the world?